Peace be upon you. In chapter 3, verse 18, we read what's the most important commandment. This is the pillar, what all of God's religions are founded on. And it's repeated uh, 19 times in the Quran. It's repeated numerous times in the uh, Bible, and it's the first commandment. And in chapter 3, verse 18, we read, God bears witness that there's no God except he, and so do the angels and those who possess knowledge. Truthfully and equitably, he is the absolute God. There's no God but he, the Almighty, most wise. This crucial foundation of our religion, that it revolves around the worship of God alone, and not associating, mentioning, bringing anyone into a level of any stature next to God, is the pivotal aspect of all of God's religions. And we see this uh, numerous times in the Bible as well. In Isaiah 45, 5, it reads, I am the Lord, there is no other God apart from me, there is no God. I will strengthen you, though you have not acknowledged me. And in Exodus 23, we read the you know famous uh, first commandment. It reads, you shall have no other God before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol, whether in the form of anything that is in the heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or worship them. And in uh, Matthew 26, verse 36 through 38, uh, it's a question I love asking people who call themselves Christian, is what is the greatest commandment? And this was a question that was posed to uh, Jesus in a sermon from verse 36. It reads, Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And uh, flat out we see that you know the entire religion uh, of God is dedicated 100% to God. But what do we call this religion? What do we call the religion approved by God? And it actually is spelled out in the following verse. In chapter 3, verse 19, the header reads, Submission, the only religion. It says, The only religion approved by God is submission. Ironically, those who have received the scripture are the ones who dispute this fact, despite the knowledge they have received. Due to jealousy for they, for such rejectors of God's revelations, God is most strict in reckoning. So we see the name of the religion uh, that is approved by God, goes by the name of submission. And this is repeated in James chapter 4, verse 6 through 8. It reads, That is why the scripture says, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. You know, humans throughout history have a tendency of taking words from one language and reapplying them, oftentimes with new meanings in a different language. And we see this consistently with the names that we, uh, you know, human beings have chosen for God's religion. Uh, for instance, the word Christian comes from the Greek Christoph, which means uh, Messiah or Mishnah uh, in Hebrew or Aramaic. So when they say that Jesus, they say Jesus Christ, what they should be saying is Jesus the Messiah. And that's actually how he's uh, referred to. Um, in the, the Bible and in the Quran. Uh, or the word Jew. Jew comes from Judah, who is one of the children of Israel. Uh, and Israel, before his name was Israel, was Jacob. And ironically, the same thing happened with the word Islam. Uh, the word Islam in Arabic uh, is actually Arabic for the word submission. But Islam, it's, it's not a name. It's a description of what a person does who believes in God. So when we say submission is the only religion approved by God, that's because we're speaking English. You know, if we were speaking Arabic, we would say Islam. If we were speaking some other language, we'd be saying it in that language. And this is the, the tendencies. 
Submission is a unifying religion. It's to bring people of all faiths, all beliefs, uh, all believers of God alone together. And if we say that it has to be limited to this word in Arabic, uh, what we're doing is we're isolating individuals and making it into an Arabic religion, which submission is not. Um, and it's someone who believes, it, it's not the fact that you just believe in God, right? His existence. You have to believe in his traits, his characteristics. And this is what unifies us. Uh, similarly, the word Muslim, uh, you know, Muslim comes from the, uh, is Arabic for a submitter, someone who submits to the will of God. And, you know, Muslims have hijacked these words of Muslim and Islam, and they made it into something that's, you know, associated with terrorism, with violence, with vice, with uh, oppression. All these horrendous things in this world is associated with these words. And this was actually Satan's trap. You know, Satan wanted the, uh, the Arab world to take these words and make it into their religion. And what's awesome is in 354, we read, they plot and scheme, but so did God. And God is the best schemer. So the fact that Satan has reserved this word for these group of people freed the rest of us to basically use the words as they were described by God as submission and submitter to describe who we are when we submit to the will of God. And we're not basically tied down to the, uh, the words Muslim and Islam because, again, these are words that only have meaning in Arabic. The second you use these words in Arabic into English a speaker, they have no meaning outside of the connotation that's associated with these uh, individuals. Um, and we see this example in chapter 26, verse 198 through 201. It says, if we revealed this to people who do not know Arabic and had them recite it in Arabic, they could not possibly believe in it. We thus render it like a foreign language in the hearts of the guilty. Thus, they cannot believe in it, not until they see the painful retribution. And we see that basically if you go to people and you start preaching to them in a language they don't understand, they're never going to be able to, to come to the message, right? God expects us to speak in the language of our people. And when Jesus, Moses, Noah, Lot, you know, whoever, all these prophets and messengers mes uh, mentioned in the Quran uh, and in the Bible, when they were speaking and they were talking about the religion, you know, they didn't say that they were Muslim or that they were, uh, you know, following the religion of Islam unless they were speaking Arabic. You know, they were speaking in their own native language. And this is, I mean, it can't be any more clear. It says uh, 2130 through uh, 131, it reads, Who would forsake the religion of Abraham except one who fools his own soul? We have chosen him in this world, and in the hereafter he will be with the righteous. When his Lord said to him, Submit, he said, I submit to the Lord of the universe. Now, obviously, Abraham was speaking in the language uh, which he originated by. Um, to think that he was speaking, you know, uh, the same Arab, uh, Arabic that was at the time Prophet Muhammad is absurd. And we, even though, you know, we followed the religion of Abraham. Um, and in 14.4 it reads, We did not send any messenger except to preach in the tongue of his people in order to clarify things for them. God then sends a shari whomever he wills and guides whomever he wills. He is almighty, the most wise. So it doesn't make sense to speak Arabic to describe God's religion. You know, the religion of submission, it's, again, it's supposed to be a unifying religion. It's to bring all religions together under one banner. And we see this in 262 and 569, reads, it reads, unity of all submitters. It says, surely those who believe, those who are Jewish, the Christians, the converts, anyone who, one, believes in God, and two, believes in the last day, and three, leads a righteous life, will receive their recompense from their Lord. They have nothing to fear, nor will they grieve. You know, human beings, we always have a tendency. We want to basically uh, reserve our group, our people, 
uh, as separate from everyone else, as distinct from everyone else. And actually, God prohibits uh, division and sectarianism uh, to say that, you know, our religion is different than yours. We have to realize we're all under one unifying religion. And that religion is basically the absolute submission to God alone. And in 2.135, it reads, they said, you have to be Jewish or Christian to be guided. Say, we followed the religion of Abraham, monotheism. He never was an idol worshiper, right? This is the religion we follow is monotheism. And this isn't a, a noun. This is a description of what it is that we do. Just like submission, just like submitter, these are not meant to be nouns. These are descriptions of what we do. Therefore, whatever language we're speaking, whatever group of people we're communicating to, we communicate in the language that they can understand because, again, it's a unifying religion. Um, it continues on in 2.136 through uh, 140. It reads, Say, we believe in God and what was sent down to us and what was sent down to Abraham, Ishmael, Isaac, Jacob, and the patriarchs, and what was given to Moses, Jesus, and all the prophets from their Lord. We make no distinction among any of them. To him alone we are submitters. If they believe as you do, then they are guided. But if they turn away, then they are in the opposition. God will spare you their opposition. He is the here omniscient, such as God's system. And whose system is better than God's? Him alone we worship. Say, do you argue with us about God when he is our Lord and your Lord? We are responsible for our deeds and you are responsible for your deeds. To him alone we are devoted. Do you say that Abraham, Ishmael, Isaac, Jacob, and the patriarchs were Jewish or Christian? Say, do you know better than God? Who is more evil than one who conceals a testimony as learned from God? God is never unaware of anything you do. And again, we see this. God is giving us the example where, uh, you know, Jews and Christians are calling Abraham, Ishmael, Isaac, Jacob, uh, the patriarchs, Jewish or Christian, when these words did not even exist at their time, right? The, the name uh, Jewish or the, uh, the group of people that they call themselves Christian did not exist at the time of Abraham, right? What existed was what exists, has always existed, and that's the absolute submission to God alone, when again, this is a description of what we do. Now, this is going to upset some people to say that, hey, you know, this is the reason I don't call myself a Muslim. I don't call my, say I follow the religion of Islam because that has no meaning. What I call myself, I say I'm a submitter. I submit to the will of God. I, I follow the religion of submission, monotheism, Abraham's religion, right? These are things that unify us. These are things that basically you can speak to people in any language and they will comprehend and understand. The second you start inserting Arabic into the English language, when you preach someone, when you try to give someone the message, it's going to lose all meaning. And as if it's not bad enough, the word has been severely hijacked by the, uh, the people in mass. When you look at what's going on in the Middle East with these beheadings and just these vile acts, it's such a blessing that God has given us a pure, clean uh, expression to use to basically declare ourselves. Um, and it's something that in time, more and more people, as they come to the message, they're going to be identified as submitters to God alone. They're going to be under the religion of submission. And again, this is a description of what we do. And in 320, just to finish with this, it says, if they argue with you, then say, I have simply submitted myself to God and uh, those who follow me. You shall proclaim to those who received the scripture as well as those who did not. Would you submit? If they submit, then they have been guided. But if they turn away, your sole mission is to deliver the message. God is seer of all people. God willing, we're going to stop there. If you guys got any comments or questions, hit us up at Quran Talk at gmail.com. Um, until next time, peace and God bless.